I'm Derek Thompson, longtime writer with The Atlantic magazine on tech, culture, and politics. There is a lot of noise out there, and my goal is to cut through the headlines, loud tweets, and hot takes in my new podcast, Plain English. I'll talk to some of the smartest people I know to give you clear viewpoints and memorable takeaways. Plain English starts November 16th. Listen for free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Welcome to The Hottest Take. I'm Sean Fennessy. Joining me, Mallory Rubin, Craig Horlbeck, and Big Waz, a.k.a. Wozny Lambert. You have the floor. Okay, so my hottest take is that Joe Biden put together a task force to catch people for the PPP loan fraud. He needs to do the same for emergency support animals. Because... It's getting to be goddamn ridiculous. This is a great take. The fraud is out of control. When you're bringing your Doberman on the plane for free, you better be goddamn sure that this dog is helping you survive a heart attack. Or we need to come up with some workarounds. The, the amount of emergency support dogs that you see now when you're traveling, it's one of those things like, kids being allergic to peanut butter. They used to serve peanut butter and jelly at my school and nobody died somehow. But yet now, <laughs> like, you can't, take. you can't bring peanut butter anyway. That's what this emergency support dog stuff reminds me of. Either we need to relegate them to some their own part of the plane or give them a whole airline. Spirit seems like the type of spot that w- that should be able to take them. I just it's it's so intrusive and it's so ridiculous and like everybody doesn't want your dog licking them and licking their plate and their bowl and this and just stop it. There has to be some level of rampant fraud because again, we went all of these years people flying on planes, no dog, no emergency support. And it was just fine. Now, all of a sudden, it's just like you fill out an application like, yeah, I will have a meltdown without my freaking animal on this two-hour flight. 
Get rid of it, Joe. Get on it. Is this a is this plane specific or is this emergency support dogs in all walks of life in mm-hmm. restaurants? That's my question too. Yeah. Oh, dogs shouldn't be allowed indoors in restaurants. <laughs> okay. That's, all right. That goes without saying. Like if it's a if it's an outdoor restaurant, all right, cool. We could probably chain you to a gate or something and <laughs> let you rock, right? <laughs> but indoors, inside of a restaurant, you bring your big old dogs. Like we're not talking about these lap dogs that you could put in the little Paris Hilton Louis Vuitton duffel, right? We're talking about German shepherds while you're trying to have tapas. It don't make any sense. Somebody, make it make sense, Sean. I, I can't, but I know that Mallory is a serious animal lover and a pet owner. Yeah, I'm a pet own- owner. Okay. Yeah, fellow cat lover. Yeah. Was nice. Shouts to Mimi. So is this, a, is, this really, of cats. is this more of a dog issue? Like, are you anti-dog and that's what's <sighs> undergirding a lot of this take? Generally speaking, yes, oh, I am. Okay. You want Joe Biden yeah. to eradicate dogs? <laughs> yeah, no, no, we don't need to eradicate. You want dog apocalypse? Deeply I, upsetting. I just, I just think we need to curb the way dogs are handled in public spaces. You got a yard. You want to have your big old dog in your one bedroom in the LES? That's on you. Mm-hmm. But now, when you bring it to the public sphere, and I'm just trying to get some bananas from Erwan. I don't want to have to deal with (laughs) Fido. I just don't. And the plane in a contained area, again, it's not like these are these big spaces where we have all this room. I got a limited amount of leg room as it is. And your big old dog, Max, is just (laughs) all up on my leg. I just don't understand why we should have to abide by this, especially because people are lying. They don't need these things to travel. Okay. And we got to I this is where I have to I have to interject. I must step in. Need. Well, what do any of us need in life? I would say only one thing, love. Okay. okay? The power of a meaningful connection and nothing gives that to you more than a pet, than an mm. animal, the purest purest form of affection that there is. If I go on a flight, I'm not worried about a dog. I'm worried about all the other fucking people on the airplane. They're the real source of tension and interruption. They're the ones in my space. They're the ones causing noise. They're the ones who are most likely to lick my plate. The dogs are quite well behaved, actually. I'll give you a counter. Um, I just flew cross country with a one-year-old and I like your separate plane idea, but the plane should be for babies because yeah. for years when I didn't have a baby, I was like, this is terrible. This baby won't shut up. I was that person who didn't have empathy. And then when I found myself in that situation, what you always hear is, oh, you you understand where parents are coming from. You have to have a little bit more appreciation for how difficult it is. I'm going the other way. Like I think that there's just be a baby plane and there's like five people that take care of all the babies on the plane. Mm-hmm. Just like the dogs. We need dog planes and baby planes. Yeah, this, yeah the, but I would rather ride on the dog plane. plane. Ride the on the dog plane. plane. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's sort of like the smoking section, right? Or a smoking room. Like, you can opt into it. Okay. But we shouldn't just shuffle everybody into the dog lane. And it's just... I, I just don't understand. And one time I got... I was sitting on a plane next to a guy who was morbidly obese, right? And... Look, I, I don't. I'm not here to fat shame people, but at a certain point, you paid for one seat. You're taking up a seat and a half, right? And I think it's the same thing with the dog. Like you should have to pay for these. <laughs> Do you not have to pay for a dog on the on the flight? Is that correct? I don't know. 
If you bring a Doberman on a plane, I, you don't have to pay for that? I know there are all sorts of... I don't have a dog, so I've never brought a dog on a plane. I know for cats, they have to hit a certain weight. And my guy was right on the line <laughs> the last time we flew. I, I think, can say that. I think Sean's empathy point was an interesting one. You say that walking around Air One looking for a banana is annoying with Fido running around. But just like I'd Sean said... I'd love to recommend Instacart. <laughs> to avoid this issue entirely. Just like Sean said, you know, no kids, promo, kids on planes are annoying until you have a kid. Do you think if you had your own dog, do you think everybody shares your thought until they get a dog? And they go, oh, I want to bring Fido. I think dog one. people don't share the thought because dog people like strange animals touching them, right? Also, like, I feel like you make a lot it of... sound really perverse. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just say, I'm just saying, like, I feel like dog people... Is this a bestiality plane no, or no, a normal no, no, cross-country no, no, no. flight? I feel like a lot of dog people haven't had my own experience uh -huh. with dogs, which is, like, nine out of ten dogs that I grew up with were security systems, <laughs> a.k.a. weapons, a.k.a. will bite the hell out of you. And I've been bitten by multiple dogs before, right? And so, like... I just don't trust dogs. Okay. I don't think it's a good idea to introduce them to common spaces that are very confined like a plane. And that's just my take. I just wish we would, you know, police this a little bit better. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, we'll alert Joe Biden of your request <laughs> and follow up. For Big Waz, Craig, Mal, I'm Sean Fennessy.